How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. I am joined, as always, by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. I'm very much enjoying my lunch break from work today. <laughs> We're recording at lunchtime. Yep, that's how you know. We're up to the minute reporting on Hero for Hire. I'm going to a concert tonight. That's it's. I'm not Very around, good. I'm a busy man. You look, I'm going now. to a concert tomorrow. I'm still cool, right, that's folks? A, okay. <laughs> so, this is Hero Zero. And, I mean, before we get into it, we've done hundreds of these at all DC and Marvel characters. So, if you're into comic books... Go listen to some of them, or don't. We, it, it's fine. It's Definitely crap. don't listen to um, last week's one. It was <laughs> insane. So Sean normally does Marvel characters. I normally do DC characters. It is my week. So what I've decided to do is choose a character that I don't know a lot of people will know of her. Um, and she's incredibly big in South America in the comics, but not oh. so big maybe in mainstream uh, stuff. Most well known probably, she was in a few episodes of Justice League Unlimited back in 2004. Um, <laughs> so maybe you know her from that. I'm going to be talking about Fire, Sean. Um, not a clue. Be- not Beatrice da Costa. Very cool looking character. I'm just going to, don't look it up, okay. but I'm just going to tell you, Johnny Storm, Green Flips. Perfect. <laughs> Pretty good. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> so the creators were E. Nelson Bridwell and Ramona Fre- Fredon. Uh, first appearance was in DC Comics Presents number 46, June 1982. Now here is the main problem with this character in that created mm-hmm. in 1982 what happens in the mid 80s Sean is the crisis on infinite earths and what doesn't what yes. if you don't under, if you don't know what that is and you're listening to this basically it just means that every few years comic books decide let's just blow up everything that's happening in this universe and we'll all start again <laughs> yeah it's gotten too confusing and we've had too many writers so let's get rid of yeah. all of that and just pick the best stuff there's always like 10 characters who've died and come back seven times and they're just like okay right we need to kill off the ones we don't like and then we can start again the new yeah. 52 a few years ago was a similar thing it happens probably on a i would say every 15 to 20 years in comic books yeah yeah and sometimes it gets it's that sped up i know marvel did a couple of them in quick succession in the early ninth. well new 52 90s, is now god as well it's DC uh, Rebirth now, isn't it? <laughs> yes, Rebirth, yeah. They did it for like eight years, I think, and then they got rid of that. Um, so her background is rather convoluted because of the Good. nature of her of her creation. Now, this is where it's going to get confusing. So she was created for the Super Friends franchise, which was popular mm-hmm. in both print and on screen, the Super Friends TV show. Um, thus, she made the transition to comics, and her portrayal basically in comics was just what she was on the screen, uh, more so, so okay, they just copied but that's worked that. before. Like you've gotten Harley Quinn and stuff out with that. Oh, you're Mr. talking Freeze. about the greatest show of all time, Batman the Animated Series. Sorry, yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about Super Friends in 1981. Super Friends is <laughs> no, I can't. I can't bring myself to say it. <laughs> you're sitting near the same level. <laughs> On peak, both peak versions, both any winners. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, compounding the fact was that shortly after her introduction to comics, uh, DC decided to have a company-wide reboot following the events of Christ and Infinite Earths. So she has two origins fairly close together within about two years of each other. Completely different origins. Wow. that's Because yeah. usually at least there's something carried over. But they mm. just like wipe the slate clean. Well, so uh, I'm going to cover her first one, which uh, in the initial version, her mother is um, her mother and her father uh, is are surveyors in the Amazon River Basin. Uh, she is born among a tribe of people known as the Gi as a result of this. And it's foretold by that ancient tribe that she would have great powers as determined by the sky spirit. Sean, this is, is this captured you? Is this, uh, I'm this good? gripped already. Like Spider-Man <laughs> has nothing on this origin although she's skeptical at 15 years of age she's contacted telepathically by the religious man and told of her powers and after learning to use them she starts her superhero career as the green flame just like that just (laughs) is just magic Uh, she also then uh, her civilian identity she became the head of the Brazilian branch of Wayne Enterprises let's not look into why that happens how any of this happens it just happens right so shut your fucking face I wasn't so, going to say anything at all <laughs> that's, that's the initial origin you just origin. came in really hard there <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they, they cut and then they were like that was a bad option We okay we had it that was tw- 18 months ago we, we kind of goofed it We'll, yeah. we'll redo it again. Why not? Um, okay. as that That's fine. That's fine for a character. Who cares? So Surely the next the cri- one will be better. 
Well, actually, it's it's not worse. It, it couldn't certainly be worse. Following the crisis on Infinite Earths, a new version of reality was created with a different history of events. Um, and she, Beatrice Benilla de Costa was a, was a human who grew up around the beaches of Rio. So... Pretty good so far. Um, yeah, a great start in life. I, as she was growing up, she looked to begin a modelling career. Uh, and she started as an amateur model on the beaches of Rio, then becoming a showgirl and a stage performer. Okay, so she's she's killing it at the minute. She's, uh, she's killing it. She's, she's one of the biggest supermodels in, in all of Brazil at yeah. this point. Then she gets hired for a job at a chemical factory. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Looking for a new job, though, Sean. See, she gets oh. bored, right? She gets bored of all of this fame and just this world that she's involved in. So she's like, I'm going to look for a new job. So she does some research on career prospects, and she came to believe that the one suitable for her was in the uh, Brazilian espionage network. <laughs> it's not one you really apply for, though, is it? The, the espionage the, network. The ENB, which... Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Brazilian one. Uh, well, hang on, maybe I might. Espiaos Nacionales de Brazil. So it's the okay. Espionage Network of Brazil, basically. Very good. Um, Very good. Connor. Just basically the FBI or MI6. But she's just applying. She just decides one day, I'm a supermodel, but now I've decided that being world famous won't hinder my spy uh, dreams. Very recognisable, I would say. <laughs> on a lot of billboards. <laughs> on a lot of marketing campaigns for major companies, most likely. I would say that's the hardest transition from job to job. Yeah, well, I mean, the other one is like serial killer to judge, but like... <laughs> like, like milk, someone who delivers milk, maybe an Amazon package delivery driver, uh, to spy fine but world famous on billboards face to spy difficult sell but she has a dream Charlotte so she decides that she's going to do it and look and behold she gets the gig and she becomes a spy fucking game changer (laughs) so she's a spy for she has no powers currently I must admit but she's a spy and she's going about her days and just you know doing spy missions Sean I'm sure you can fill in the blank there I couldn't possibly Connor I couldn't talk about that kind of thing (laughs) I can't talk about my work (laughs) I'm on my lunch break right now (laughs) (laughs) do spies get a lunch break do you think I don't know as a spy do you stop the espionage for maybe a a, a toasty. Like, I think you're always on the job there. Like you have to mm. eat it undercover. As well. I think you have to do like the Tour de France lads and like bring gel that's food and just yeah. like squeeze it through a tube and then throw it in a bin and then just that, move on with the with the mission. Then get a blood transfusion mid race to up your chances. Well, that would make you stronger. It would. It would you, wouldn't it? Well, the more people you kill, the more blood you have on hand. So you just you kill them and then you take their blood. That's true. Mid-fight, you get a transfusion. You're turning <laughs> turning the tides, folks. You take their blood, they shoot you. They've shot themselves. Luckily, somehow you've won. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the thing is like someone carries an inhaler just in case they're ever drawn into a fight. <laughs> just to get the extra air flowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like steroids. You're taking yeah, it just yeah. for that extra bit. You're just operating at peak efficiency at that point. Um, so one day she had an assignment where she had to track down Menino do Diablo, who was the son of Dom Diablo. Sean, you probably know them well. They're, they're crime syndicates. There's Diablos. It's all sorts of stuff. I couldn't um, possibly talk about my friends, the Diablos. 
<laughs> they were one lovely man. The man was responsible for stealing the agency's, Sean, you're going to like this, pyroplasms equipment. Um, sounds promising. <laughs> sounds promising. And was conducting dangerous experiments with this pyroplasm. That's, I assume, plasm made of fire somehow. Like Don't ask questions. from a ghost, yeah. but on fire. Beatrice was then sent to Diablo's estate in the French Riviera, where she was to extradite him from the mansion on behalf of his father. She managed to reach his mansion. She breaks in. She confronts him, but he was focused on continuing his, his experiments to gain great power. And Sean, you're not going to believe what's about to happen when she breaks into his mansion. He's hell-bent on continuing his testing, his experiments. I mean, nothing. They all walk out completely, completely fine. Really? That's the end of that segment of the story? Eh, no, there was an explosion, sorry. Um, and that bombarded waves of pyroplasm energy into her. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what we wanted as an origin for someone who's on fire all the time. I want explosion with magical plasm. <laughs> and not that's even, how we get powers. It could be purely scientific-based plasm. Or plasma, oh, yeah. probably, is the, plasma. Is the term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not plasm. But, but I mean, what I want is an explosion in which maybe some molecules infiltrate skin and then you ultimately have superpowers somehow. Here's what I want to happen, right? I want you to be hit by a wave of some kind of weird energy. Yeah. Then the camera zooms in down to your DNA and it <gasps> changes colour and goes on fire. That's yeah, what I and, want. And then when you wake up, you're like, I feel fine. Like, I feel grand. And then you try and do something and your powers, like, just ignite. Oh, like, oh, and you don't know how to control it at I all. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> And at I'm first, it's a curse. Is evil now, somehow. <laughs> it's how it happens every time. Um, and so she gets her superpowers. Um, and so, Sean, this, that's her basically origin. So she gets super. Now, originally, she's only able to produce fire through her mouth. So she's able to breed fire. Right. She- Pretty good. Could she breathe fire before? Like in her original no. origin? No. Oh no, in her original she's like, I actually I think she could produce fire and breed fire, yeah, in her original because she was magically enhanced by some sort of ancient god. I think pyroplasm works slightly better just due to the fact of explosion. Yeah, there's it's it's just not believable enough to be real. <laughs> I want a, either a vat of chemicals, a lightning bolt, or an explosion. They're the only or, ones I'll accept. Or a or a family member murdered in front of them. Oh, perfect. <laughs> the only acceptable um, origin. So during the late Silver Age and the events leading up to Christ on Infinite Earth, Beatrice is mostly portrayed as a background character to give a story a more international feel. Because remember, Brazilian. Um, right. She was notably on hand though during Crisis to, fe- to defend her home country. The most important development for the character in history was not so much a creative one as um, but an editorial decision to change the Justice League into an international team for the Justice, not just ah, America. Very good. Yeah, because it was Justice League International is a whole department. Exactly. Isn't it? 
So the creative team, instead of looking to fill its ranks with new characters, instead to chose pre-existing characters from all around the world. And of course, Brazil would be a big market in comic books, and they would buy a lot of comic books back then. So, I mean, let's put the Brazilian character in the comic book, and we'll put the UK character, and we'll put the Swede. So every country has somebody, and then they're like, oh, I'm going to buy those Justice League international comic books, because my character might be in it. That's uh, that's kind of cool, and you get all these different cultures meeting like the um, the standard DC heroes. Like that's kind of neat. Is there an Irish superhero in DC? Oh, uh, probably, but I can't think of them right now. <laughs> that's fair. Ireland has Shamrock, as we all remember. <laughs> that is true. We do. We have Shamrock. That's pretty good. Um, and so yeah, they. Uh, they are all part of a global Guardians team first, but ironically, they lose their funding from the United Nations in the wake of the formation of the Justice League International team because they are fancier. Fuck. Right, so like, these guys have it handled, so we're just going to let them take over. Yeah, and so uh, her and her best friend, uh, Beatrice and her best friend, Ice Maiden, basically, they were best friends from the Fire Guardian days. Um, exactly and so they decide they want to join uh, to go from the Global Guardians to uh, the Justice League International and um they basically approached Justice League Embassy and asked for a job. And remarkably, in the wake of Black Canary's resignation and the abduction of several members, <laughs> the shorthanded JLI took them on. We will take anyone at this point. So many people have been abducted. Oh, you have powers. Oh, great. That's even better. <laughs> what do you do? Breed fire. Fucking fantastic. Into the back of the line. You're on the team. <laughs> Eventually, she once again changed her heroic name this time just to fire in affinity with ice maiden's shortening of her own name to simply ice so it was fire and ice the duo together at last mm-hmm. um she served as actually the longest continuous term of any justice league international member which is a pretty oh. cool stat yeah the others just presumably died or were kidnapped <laughs> they were all abducted. If you're ab- if you're part of the team and you get abducted, are you still part of the team or are you abducted? I think you're out of action at that point because they would assume I, the worst. Yeah, I think you're probably like you're on the website, but you're greyed out. Your profile picture might be greyed out for the time being. Yeah, you're on like a rotating like slideshow of all the yeah. currently In missing memorium. members. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I. What happened was, one of the most significant developments in the character's history occurred during an invasion crossover event. Uh, And what this was, was after being subjected to a gene bomb during the invasion, her powers go out of control, Sean. Nice. And she falls into a coma. I wonder what's going to happen to her, whether she'll change it all from the gene bomb. (laughs) When she comes out of the coma, she discovers that her powers have changed substantially, so that now she can become a being of pure fire. Um, Basically, Johnny Storm. So, So she can turn it on and off as well. She's not always on fire. Yes. So another issue which presented itself to her was control, as her powers would manifest themselves from her emotional responses, usually fear. In order to help this, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda were enlisted to teach her some control of her new powers. Um, So basically, they try and teach her because they just overreact. Basically, anytime she's in a fight, immediately flames go on. 
Um, right, okay. You like can now hook. look up an image of fire. I will allow you because now we, now you know fire. how she got there. DC. Oh, she's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's green fire. Green fire lady. Like, what's not to love? Um, as the team continued its mission to protect Earth, the largest threat they faced was when Doomsday came to Earth, intent on killing Superman. You might remember Death of Superman, shot. Um, Spoilers. Doomsday, he's intent on killing Superman. And the Justice League International are the first ones to react. But they, in their own... And I, I don't want to stress this enough. They get absolutely fucked up they by Doomsday. Um, and then he eventually kills Superman. As well as numerous team members. <laughs> but fire is still around, right? She did try to help. <laughs> still counts. <laughs> Still counts, still a member. Really try to keep that membership active. <laughs> and so, unfortunately, ice dies. This is this is a hindrance to fire mm. and ice. So after the death of ice, fire gained a better degree of respect for Guy Gardner as she saw how much her death affected him. Shortly thereafter, another hero by the name of Ice Maiden appeared. This is comic book beautiful stuff. Um, one-to-one so switch out. Ice dies. Ice Maiden shows back up. Fire's like, who's this Ice Maiden? I was best friends with Ice, the previous Ice Maiden. Almost like comic book writers are just making shit up. Um, She had been a member of the Global Guardians before either of them had joined. And due to the sadness over her friend's death, this new member of the Justice League was not received warmly by Beatrice. Um, But then she tries to take her on as a surrogate for her missing friend, a role which the new Ice Maiden didn't take to very easily. (laughs) So you're my friend now because my real friend is gone, but you'll do. (laughs) The new Ice Maiden would also soon die. (laughs) And then the team would disband... (laughs) It's a tough universe to be an ice maiden, really, isn't it? It's real bad. It's not a nice maiden, I'll tell you that. She subsequently (laughs) returns... So, once the team disbands, she returns to Brazil, and she attempts to establish herself as the country's primary superhero. Pretty good start. A lot of ground to cover in Brazil. This was met with various successes, but also not... Like, it wasn't fantastic due to the fact that she blamed partly on the Martian Manhunter's visibility in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> uh, what do you mean his visibility? Like, his PR? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Like, like the Southern Hemisphere are mad for Martian Manhunter, even though she's from Brazil and was, like, famous in Brazil and is now made of flames. But yeah. Martian Manhunter, I suppose, is pretty cool. He's got most of the powers. He's just, he's weak to fire, weirdly enough. That's about it, ironically. Yeah. Um, so, Fire had retired from superheroing to establish retired. a career as an inner internet glamour girl when Maxwell Lord talked her and several other JLI members into reforming as a group of heroes for the common man called the Super Baddies. Sorry, the super buddies, not super buddies. Super baddies. The, the natural enemy of the super buddies. The natural buddy, enemy to the super buddies. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, which paid homage to both her time associated with the super friends and the early incarnation of the Justice League International. 
Um, she found herself apartment sharing with Mary Marvel and in a situation reminiscent of her former interactions with Ice, forced herself into a reluctant role of babysitter for the woefully naive teenager superhero. Um, that is Mary Marvel. So Mary Marvel right. is just a bit young, fires looking after her. She's one of the Shazam kids, right? Yes. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> Good. When attempting to rescue... Mm, you're not going to like this, but... There's a small story where she does attempt to rescue Ice's spirit from hell. <laughs> Keep going. I'm on board. I'm into this. Wait, <laughs> why like, did Ice go directly to hell? Yeah, it seems a bit ironic, but also, yeah, but why hell? She's Um, a superhero. What the fuck did she do? She she must have murdered a load of people. (laughs) Uh, Fire accidentally looked back, causing the spirit to vanish. During the Super Buddies' time in hell... That's the myth of Orpheus, is what they're copying there. Etrigan the Demon suggested that, in fact, when Fire died, it wasn't meant to be Fire's death at all. Or sorry, when Ice died, it was meant to be Fire's death. So Ice, her best friend, died, but it was actually meant to be her death, and that was what suggested. I just wanted to bring that up because it adds a bit of drama bit to of drama, her going to of, hell. A bit of tragedy, Connor. <laughs> Before, by the way, just to tell you how good the Super Buddies were. Before their first mission, they're all kidnapped. <laughs> good God. Some villain's just like, gonna nip this team in the bud, get rid of them uh, straight they're away. kidnapped by a villain called Roulette and taken to the house. There they are mind-controlled to not do anything evil, but to not want to escape, which I think is a really cool mind-control thing. That um, is, yeah. That's like some kind of, you know how like there's like ways to defeat superheroes. It's mm. just like uh, fucking like Wolverine. You have to just keep him in a state of near death because you can't actually kill him. That's a better yeah. one. It's just like, make him not want to take part. Like, you don't want to escape. It's fine. You're, you're trapped here, but you're not. Like, it's grand. Uh, they, call it, they call it the 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 biggest version of Stockholm Syndrome. It's the old classic, you're grand here. Don't worry about it. Um, the subliminal messages they are given is in English. But since Fire thinks in Portuguese, she's able to break free and Very save good. the rest of the team. Very bueno. <laughs> Yeah. Very bueno. Muy bueno. Muito, actually, in Portuguese. She's muy en fuego, is what I would say. In Spanish? Yes, I would, but it's also Portuguese, I think. I don't know. It's a What's slight fire difference in between the language. What's, what's, it's a slight difference. I'm not good. I can barely <laughs> speak English. Um, so, uh, in the new 52, she's the new member of the Justice League International. But I like that story that she breaks all the team out because the rules are in English and she speaks Portuguese. Now, powers and abilities for fire, Sean. Um, yeah. The original Green Fury, her original name. That's had such a better name. <laughs> Shh. Uh, had magical flame breath powers due to Brazilian mysticism. <laughs> Don't we all? She could control her flame breath to allow her to fly and land like a rocket. She was able to mystically alter her clothing and change the colour of her eyes from green to black and vice versa. Right. So she could fly by just breathing fire underneath her. Yeah. It's kind of cool. 
Uh, she Very damaging to, to anyone underneath her though. Absolutely You don't want like Loved ones near you No um, she, she was also able to Create and cast illusions With her dazzle power And fire blast With her white hot flame Or super cold Freezing flame Not sure how that works um, Her green flame Had the magical ability To heal and repair Her costume after a battle Not sure how that works And she was also trained By Batman In hand to hand combat Was she? Um, <laughs> so. What have done that <laughs> due to the events of Crazy and Infrared's Green Fury never had any of these magical powers and had a new revised origin <laughs> so her only power in the new origin gained from organic energy source called pyroplasm was the ability to breed a jet of green flame from her mouth however when the metagene bomb went off um, in the utter upper atmosphere, the new fire is now able to completely turn into a being of green plasma, in which form she can fly, throw devastating blasts, similar to the human torch. Solid objects could pass completely through her form without causing injury. Um, oh, and so basically... So, all of Johnny Storm's powers and a few extra ones, because it's DC. Why not? And it's green. She's green fire. And it's fire. green. That makes it cooler. Um, it did take her some time to come to terms with her increased powers. And uh, she often flamed on involuntarily or st- when stressed or angry. Um, and a distressingly common event for a character depicting uh, as having a tendency towards passionate outbursts. I think that's just racism towards Brazilians. And, yeah. bra- and possibly <laughs> women. Also, sexist, definitely, but also racist, probably. Um, You're really playing a blinder, DC. (laughs) Good stuff. It was the 80s. A different time. Uh, The Super Bunnies continuity established the fact also that Flaming On destroyed all of her clothes, rendering her naked when she stopped using her powers. You don't have to do that. You don't have to include that. Um, Still wasn't cool then. (laughs) Still wasn't good. It was frowned upon dead, but wrong now. Um, She's also a skilled investigator and espionage agent, apparently. Yeah. Um, And in the latter context was considered a valuable asset by Amanda Waller for her ability and willingness to kill in order to complete (laughs) missions. (laughs) Yeah, she will just straight up murder a guy. (laughs) Yeah, so she has pyroplasmic form, pyrokinesis, um, she can project green flames from any part of her body. Uh, intangibility. She's got turbo blast. She's got flight. Uh, she's got hand to hand combat. Um, and she's got investigation skills. So pretty good. All pretty good across the board. Like, however, she- her one weakness is she needs air to stay aflame. Oh, so she can't flame in space. No. Can't flame underwater. No, that is can't true. So flame in. <laughs> Uh, some a kind of argon box? tube. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're the only ways you can beat her. But if she put oh, her in space, put her in the water, or maybe a box. If she's in a box that like has some oxygen in it, she can flame for a bit. Yeah, and then she's she's done for. Yeah, then she's done for. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, an episode, maybe a comic book issue where she's in a coffin underground, not a lot of oxygen in that. She's she's got like ten minutes left. Then. Then she has to decide whether she's going to risk flaming on to try and get out. But what if she can't? Oh, man, it's a big, horrific thing. I think of that movie with Ryan Reynolds. I think it's just the plot of that, but he has flame powers. It's pretty good. 
I, I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I think I've, I've written a good one. <laughs> it's pretty all right. The uh, no, she's that, like that's character. my report on fire. Who or the green flame, if you want to call her that? Green fury. The green the fury as well. All of these are great names. It's better than fucking Ice or whatever the other one was. Ice Maiden. Ice Maiden. <laughs> uh, Connor, that was an excellent report. Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News. Next Friday, we'll have another episode of Hero or Zero. And there'll be Patreon stuff coming soon in the form of a movie review. Um, so do head on over there and check that out. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast is the link to the Patreon with all of our movie reviews. There is also a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Liam. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.